0: Today on Church and State, we'll be joined by the Flyover Conservatives. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. with me as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right chalk jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis.
1: The only podcast where you're going to hear faith and politics in the same room, and the only dividing line is Jesus Christ himself.
0: That's good. All right, hey, before we bring on our very special guest, churchandstate.media, you know the website, you love it, you download all the shows, and you share it, especially with that aunt or uncle who has the pink hair, because you love to infuriate them. Uh, get on there, share the shows, also take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. We got some great ones. I'm not going to um, call out one right now, because I really want to get it to our guests, but just peruse through there and and... Do business with patriots, people who really love America. Also, if you want to donate directly to us, just hit that donate button. And if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at proton.me. We always love getting your emails. All right, it's my privilege to bring on Dave and Stacey of the Flyover Conservatives. This is a group that if you're not familiar with, you have got to start listening. They're bringing um, some hard content, uh, stuff that you're certainly not going to get in the mainstream news. And fans of Church and State know that uh, we never turn on ABC, NBC, all those uh, CNN, all those garbage networks, even Fox News, for that matter. They just uh, they just ditch Michael Lindell. Dell. Uh, enough said right there. So, uh, Dave and Stacey, hey, it's a pleasure to have you on Church and State.
2: Thank you so much. We are excited to be with you. I know we've had an opportunity to meet you in person, but it's great to be a guest on your show. We really appreciate you having us on today.
0: Absolutely. It is, it is our pleasure. So just for our audience, a brief overview of kind of how you got your start and what you really
3: do at Flyover Conservatives. Um, well, I think just like a lot of people, uh, I felt like we were kind of engaged Christian conservatives, you know, most of our life. That was our, our our background. And I don't know, I kind of had this view, maybe a lot of people did. I have a Doverman named Reagan, you know, uh, I like Lee Greenwood, you know, songs, uh, You know, that you know, that kind of a I think kind of a glossy, romantic view of America, this view that there was like some, some good guys and some bad guys. And and uh, if, if more good guys got elected, the bad guys would, you know, be diminished because the good guys were making decisions that were like for liberty, for us, for the same, they represented our values. I felt like when I elected somebody, then you kind of go to work and do your thing and they're representing you and they're doing their job. And, and, I, and that kind of probably got chiseled away, you know, little, little by little. And uh, I think Donald Trump, when he came onto the scene, really, really exemplified I'm Like he's 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 pushing for the things I believe in. Why are so many people that I would consider on our team trying to chop his ankles out, mm-hmm. you know, and then like, the, you know, the the, the the Romneys and the Mitch McConnell's and, you know, Lindsey Graham and some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I've, I ended up having more of a problem with some of those guys than I would have, you know, the Hillary Clinton and them. at least I knew where they stood. Um, and so, so all of that was kind of happening at at the same time. And then um, after the twenty twenty election, we kind of had the same gut punch as a lot of people. You know, you kind of saw the arc, you know, and then the irk, you and know, that thing
2: mm-hmm. and and Brett Bear, Brett Bear calling Colin.
3: Arizona early, you mm-hmm. know. And so, so like Fox, like if you've seen this, you've ever seen the scene in in the movie uh, Braveheart, uh, which everybody should watch monthly and kind of base your life on one of the greatest romantic <laughs> uh, comedies of all time. Um, When, <laughs> w- you know, when, 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 you know, William he chases down the guy on the horse, knocks him off, and then realizes, knocks the helmet off, and realizes it's, it's Robert the Bruce. It was right. his own guy. Like that, the the look on his face in that moment, that's kind of how I felt in that season. I'm like, I was disillusioned. Like, mm-hmm. who's even on the team? And is there even a team? Am I just by my, there's not even a team. You know, there's just one, you know, I don't know. Like, I was, Kind of need to redefine, you know, all those things because what I what I believed was just, you know, shattered so much, and it really forced me to go back. Got to really look at, hey, God, where are you at in this? And mm-hmm. and help me kind of recalibrate maybe some some things that that I had. And it was it was in, in January of then of of twenty
2: twenty one twenty
3: one. It- our our son came to us and he he's he grown. Both our kids were, were grown. He was you know his late twenties at the time, and he said thirty now. He goes. He said, listen, here's the deal. Um, you guys have a lot less freedom than grandma and grandpa had, and and I, I, I'm going to have less than you. And he had a, one child then, another one on the way, and he goes, um, my kids aren't even going to have a country if we don't do something. And, and some you know verbiage along the line of basically I don't want to sit here and just watch America and in, in what I hoped America was and maybe what it could be. I don't want to watch it burn while we just sit there and watch you know, and even if it doesn't make any difference, even if it's just throwing a glass of water on the fire, like I don't want my story to be when I'm 90 telling my kids, like there, there was a time where we could speak freely and we didn't all, you know, wear ankle bracelets or whatever, you know, and, and just go to work and come home. And you know, like, like the surveillance state took over. Like, I, I want to at least know that if it's like, a, like in sports, you know, we all played, you know, athletics, football and basketball, stuff like that. Like, I don't want to look back and think, you know what? I wish I would have hustled. Right. Like, I wish I would have tried. You know, I know we lost and maybe that wouldn't have changed, but I don't ever have a regret of looking back and think I didn't do my best. I didn't do what I could. And, and so, you know, like, well, what can we do? And we had a life of business and, you know, interviews. We've done like marriage workshops and then business franchising kind of business work, you know, and, and spoke in public there. He goes, Won't you, he goes, you guys are great at interviewing. Why don't we do a podcast? And I'm like, a podcast? I don't even, I've never met someone who's been a guest on a podcast, let alone know anything about it. And so basically we can figure this out together and let's, you know, move forward. And uh, basically we had the same questions I think a lot of Americans had. So we're like, I can't call General Flynn and invite him to coffee. Uh, But – you can, you know, as luck would have it, you know, a guy like that will come on your podcast. Yep. You know, and you can ask him the same questions and everybody else gets to listen in. And so so the, the biggest questions that we had in that state were like in the medical world, kind of military intelligence, election fraud kind of space. And then also, you know, within the, the church world. I, I had just as many questions and disillusionment mm-hmm. there, you know, after COVID, after January sixth, after election fraud. like I kind of questioned all of these institutions and I said, let's bring on people that have answers, that have a lot of clarity, that have spent the 10,000 hours in private churning through these big topics and and, and actually have actionable solutions that we could bring into public and, and, and work through this together. The idea that, that we, we're going to have Donald Trump do 80 million things to save America – Kind of, Let's put that to the side. How about if we have 80 million of us do one thing each day to save our own country? And let's bring on people that have very clear, actionable items of what we can all do to make a difference from the bottom up and demand a difference from the people in, at the top.
1: So good. You, you guys is your, your very name. Let's talk to the, the essence of what that is. Because I, when I was in Tulare, California, or Tulare, I, I don't know how to say it at this point. But all I know is that when we were in California, you and I both saw interviewing and seeing the people in the crowds that this was a very wholesome, conservative environment. Yeah. It was cold. You know, it was cold that morning. We were freezing our tails off in that big, huge ag barn, you know, and it smelled like you had the (laughs) essence of manure and there was the essence of patriotism because everywhere you see red, white and blue and you just you just felt this energy in there. When you guys did your presentation, there was this particular point where you showed a graphic on stage of the whole entire country just broke up in simply blue and red. And, And we know that the city centers are primarily blue. And, and seeing that graphic opened up their eyes because Dave, it, you made this comment that you got to understand we have the mass. We, this is yeah. our land and it was mm-hmm. like Braveheart and it was to thunderous applause when people saw the amount of red, it's like a light bulb went off. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, this is this is, we got to do something here. Speak to that. Is your, you know, because people disenfranchise and they call it the flyover states, you know, like, Hey, there's nothing, but Iowa matters. Okay. Ohio yep. matters. They, they fight for it every year for the general you know election yeah. for, for the electoral college. Speak to that. Tell, tell people why you chose that.
2: I'll talk about the, the name of our podcast and you want to talk about the map because I think that's pretty interesting but the the name of our podcast. So you know, we we've actually in our married life, we've actually lived in eight states, and we lived in Mexico in two states. Did missions work there? And so, uh, we we say we're God chasers. Wherever, wherever we see God doing something, and it's, instead of saying God, come be a part of what we're doing, we're like, What are you doing? We'll run right in the center of that, and we want to be a part of whatever God's doing. And so, we've lived all over the United States. We were we were born and, ra- and raised in Kansas, but we've lived in California. We We've lived in Texas, we've lived in Tennessee, you know, we've kind of, we've Colorado, we've kind of been everywhere. And so it was kind of a funny thing because, especially living in California, We would hear people talk about, you know, flying from California, let's say L.A., flying to New York, where they're always flying over these middle states. And it was kind of like, you know, tongue in cheek, these flyover states that don't really mean a whole lot. Well, obviously, if you know much about agriculture, if you know much about where our food comes from, these states are very important. And just like you said, when it comes to um, elections, these states are extremely important. So the flyover states, some people... live in these flyover states, but there's a lot of people around the world that feel like flyover people. They're like, you know, just kind of feel like maybe forgotten or that they are not that important. And so that's where the flyover conservatives came from. And then the conservative part, it's not flyover Republicans, you know, because obviously we found over the last few years, uh, there's not a whole lot of difference between a Republican and a Democrat. You know, really, when you, you boil it all down, the conservatives, its values, you know, it's the values of conservatives that that we really want to spotlight and draw attention to. So that's where the flyover conservatives came from. And then do you want to touch well, on that map? Because I the, thought that map was really interesting, Gabe. I think it's important for people to realize.
3: Well, it's, a, it's a county by county breakdown of the 2020 presidential election results. And, you know, we can you can spend as much time as you want, you know, on. on numbers and, and, and what could have and should have and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, county by county, it's it's a red country. When you look at the nation, like every county, it's red or it's blue. So we don't even have any blue states build up blue states and red states and mm-hmm. people moving from blue states to go to red states. There are no blue states. Uh, there's simply some blue cities, but there are no blue states. And, uh, there, you know, there's Democratic strongholds in, in, in certain you know especially
2: me- college towns
3: metropolitan towns or if you 're going to do a scan of the country like if you did a, a scan of the human body looking for like cancer spots where it 'd show up right now that 'd be like uh, those are where colleges are and so yeah. those are the, those are the marxist strongholds within mm-hmm. within our nation and the, the, those those are like if this 's a military operation, those are places that were taken early, and then they kind of branch out uh, from there, but for the most part. We're a, we're a red nation. Mm-hmm. There's just a, and then and then what they do have hold of is is the levers of power at the top of the major influential areas. They you know kind of control media. Uh, you know the, the, I think even the, the the church mountain. If you want to talk about um, you know education, mm-hmm. um, you know the political realm. Mm-hmm. Those are all kind of controlled by people with with a with a very Business. very blue narrative. You know the top of the corporate world. Mm-hmm. They they kind of acquiesce to the the power structure. There And so it, it creates this messaging for the masses of like, well, I feel like this is what our, our country is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not. Um, you know, every sitcom for years had a, had a dumb dad that was disengaged as irrelevant and not important. That wasn't because that was the reality. That's because that's, that's where they wanted us to end up. You know, and so they pitch that as normal. And so, mm-hmm. if if you're pro-family, if you're a good dad, if you show up and you got opinion, if you're not one of these dads that's like, you know, oh, I'll just want to keep my, you know, happy wife, happy life, and you know, all this stuff. If you're not, you know, actually showing up and, mm-hmm. and 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 an important part in leading your family, then you end up like the Democratic Party, which is full of of you know angry women and weak men, mm-hmm. and that's what's been you know projected on television commercials sitcoms all these things forever but that doesn't make it the reality you know the reality isn't you know uh you know where we are the reality of it is we're a strong country that that does fear the Lord and, and and that wants our country to to thrive. We don't want this to be, uh, you know, burned down to build something in in Karl Marx's image. You know, we we want this country to be better next year than this year. We want our children to stand on our shoulders and see further th- than we could. Yep. Everybody has those same visions for. For their kids, um, it's just it's pitched different, and so there's a gap between what's pitched and presented, whether it's Fox News or, or CNN. It's irrelevant, um, and 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 the reality. So we kind of have to take back control, maybe turn off that and turn up you know, what you do want in your own life and not buy into this Marxist narrative that we've already lost, we're defeated. There, you know, you know it, it, all the toothpaste is out of the tube, how are we going to put it back in? That kind of a, of a defeatist mentality is not the, the, the reality of where we really are. We have lost some ground. Those, those spots can be taken back and those institutions can be taken back, but not by sitting back hoping somebody at the top of those institutions has, has a change of heart, mm-hmm. Just by demanding it, you know, I I mentioned colleges and sorry for this rant here, but our, our country is sort of run like if you had a college campus, like, say, the University of Michigan or something like that, some big college campus, and you got like 200 students in the hallway outside of the president of the college's office banging on the door and they're like, we hate no more yellow shirts, no more yellow shirts or something, and the, 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 the dean or the president of the college would be under his desk sucking his thumb because that's, that's the, 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 the caliber of spine most leaders have in this in this country right now. We don't really reward strong leaders. Mm-hmm. We reward ones who can kind of like just stay below the fray. And so he'd be hiding under his desk and like, okay, quick, change the policy. No more yellow shirts on campus. But that's 200 students. There's 50,000 students that go to Mich- University of Michigan, you know, and so the, all the other 49,800 would be walking around like, what's the deal with the no yellow shirt policy? Mm-hmm. We don't even you know, know. But those 200 activists sort of get their way and that's what Twitter causes. That's what this right. social media mm-hmm. causes. It seems like that's the majority. It seems like that's what, what, the, what the, you know, everybody on campus hates yellow shirts mm-hmm. and they're offended by them. There's no more yellow shirts on campus. And, and so they make these big swinging changes, not because that's what the majority wanted and not even because that's what the president of the university wanted. He's just trying to like, he's got a sweet gig. You know, he's making 150 grand a year or more and some bonuses and, and a sweet office and he's got a good view. And like he just, he just doesn't want to rock yep. the boat. So he'll make a big change in a policy just to go along. And so he acquiesced to that, the 200. And that's kind of where our country has come with, with riots in streets, mm-hmm. with protests, with offense and bending the need of micro offenses and, and everybody that has a mental illness. You know, so you have the inmates running the asylum, but there's still the vast majority of people don't buy into that and they don't even believe that. They, but they're like, well, what can I do? And it's it's not you know it's the forty nine thousand eight hundred need to show up the next day all wearing yellow shirts then yeah, and lean into it. And, and that's it's so why well said. I don't want
2: to interrupt you. I just wanted to add to it. Um, one thing I wanted to add was our slogan at Flavor Conservatives is "Wake up, speak up, and show up," mm-hmm. because there's been a real pride in our country. For the being a part of the silent majority. You know, we we almost were patting our our back raw. Right. Hey, we're part of the silent majority, but that's why we are where we are as a country now where good is called evil and evil is called good. And that's why we you know we started in the show, when we started the show, the Lord gave us a mandate of wake up, speak up, and show up. You know. Now that we're awake, we have to use our voice, speak up and show up in all of these different spheres of influence.
0: I love so much of what you both just said there. Um, you know, the, the the thing on, on marriage, uh, which you touched on with the, the masculine male and, and how they've really attacked this, uh, You know, the idea of happy wife, happy life is, is such a misnomer. Uh, what, what do women do traditionally? Uh, you know, and, and talking more towards the secular side of things, they're, they're reading romance novels and watching rom-coms, right? They want passion. And right. so if a man is passionate <laughs> about a subject, guess what? Your wife is going to be happy. So stop with this, this uh, globalist agenda that is making you just sit on your couch and play fantasy football teams. All right, I, I love that you're talking about the destabilization because that's really what we've been going through as a nation for a very long time, longer than actually what we were warned about with uh, some of these people who actually came over from the communist side and joined us. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this destabilization practice that they've been engaging in for so long, they use these dupes. Uh, these individuals who have those microaggressions, right? And so they, they, if you look at the, the communist plot, and it's really, there's no racism here, but what they did is they saw the ability to go in and, and work with the disenfranchised. And at first, that started with the black community in America, and they, they pulled the scabs off of the wounds that, have, that had already been healed, really, in the United States. And now they've moved on to you know, the poor, now the LGBTQ. And so they're using these minor groups in order to force tyranny upon Americans who really truly love this country and these dupes don't realize that once they get rid of the people that are standing up to them They're the next ones to go brown
1: shirts were always the first in line to be killed They're gonna be killed there
0: exactly and so but my question for you because these globalists are crafty They're very crafty individuals and Around the, the world really we can see this movement of people returning back to conservative ideas and principles Now the risk here is that it's infiltrated now, do you guys see this on your own, uh, you know, your, your networks? Do you see that there are some untrustworthy people that are coming inside the conservative movement and they're really trying to maybe perhaps establish one of them as a leader, put one of them in the White House? I think Nikki Haley is a, is a great example of this. You know, don't vote for Trump, vote for Nikki Haley. She's more palatable. Oh, great, we're in another war. So I, I turn that question over to you.
2: You know, it's interesting. In January 2021, uh, the Lord told me, it's January 7th. He said, uh, sources that you have trusted for truth for so long are no longer going to be telling the truth. And that's, you know, one of the reasons we did start our podcast. But um, the other thing with that is he said, you need discernment. This is the time for discernment. And something that we are really doing on our show is we're talking a lot about discernment. Praying, praying, for wisdom, praying for discernment, because just like you a said...
3: Like real wisdom, God's wisdom. I-
2: exactly. Truth. Yes. Um, to be able to see through those type of things, like you're saying, where somebody is coming into the party, they are... Uh, because you can't tell the difference anymore between a Democrat and a Republican. It is very hard to tell a difference between the two. Um, and so, really discerning what is truth and what's not. And I really do believe um, that we are seeing that in our country today. I really do believe we are seeing more and more discernment where uh, even people in the Democratic Party, which maybe not even you considered a a Christian, are now looking at this and saying, what is going on in our country? It's like they have gotten a a cold glass of water thrown on them. They've been asleep, and now this cold glass of water is like like the ALS challenge almost. It's like, okay, I'm awake, and there's a lot more discernment, I think, that's going on. I think that's why we're seeing that um, Trump's not debating. He's not doing a whole lot with that, but people are like, Trump, you know, I mean, they're really people that would have never done that before, whether it be the African-American community, you know, that are now like, I, I am out. You know, I am now looking this way. Um, the Hispanic community, we're seeing more and more of those that we've never seen in the past that today we are seeing that. And, and it isn't for a Nikki Haley. Um, it, it's for a Donald Trump. And I think people are like, I don't care about his mean tweets anymore. I, I don't even want a politician in there. I want somebody that's willing to tell the truth, no matter what it's going to cost him. I'm I, I want that in the White House right now. Yeah, right Would now, you agree? 100. I just no, want to 100%, reinforce-
3: And that's and that's where it comes back to. We you know at each one of these you know reawakened events we've held a meet and greet. I think it's like 23 or 24 of them in a row now that 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 we've we've hosted, and. The most encouraging thing that I hear from people is they'll come up, and I, and, and I if at first they were just sharing this randomly. Now I kind of probe for it. But people that have been believers for 20 years, 30 years, are telling me, you know what? For the first time in my life, I'm actually reading God's Word at home by myself mm-hmm. alone. I'm like, wow. I mean, because mm-hmm. they were depending on the three verses their, their pastor put up, and that's kind of where they would, you know. Like, God's Word is alive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not— I love, you know. Dale Carnegie wrote a good book called "How to Win Friends, Influence People." It's not a living word. Right. It, it has wisdom in it. It's not a living word. Napoleon Hill, great book. You know, not living word. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, God's word is an inspired word of the Creator of all that there is. You have the opportunity to open that and to put that into you, and all of a sudden it takes the 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 the, the, the scales the, off. the scales off, and you're beginning mm-hmm. to 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 understand. Truth and wisdom and things that are timeless and separating cliches and what's clever from from timeless wisdom mm-hmm. that that he, you know his words based on when people are putting that in for me that's an encouragement you know that they'll see through you know some of these plans you know of the enemy and they're like this like when I hear confusion like I don't know I'm confused that that's demonic so true. Uh, it, it is mm-hmm. demonic because because you shouldn't have a spirit of confusion you have a spirit of clarity and truth mm-hmm. and so when people begin to to in private seek God and in and, and his voice in their life, then things in public become more clear.
2: And that's happening more
1: and more. We're seeing that everywhere. Yeah, I, I want to speak to that. The, the, the masses are getting—Clay uh, Clark has been effective. The enemy hates him. The prophecy that Kim <laughs> Clement spoke even resonates today. A Mr. Clark, I remember hearing that prophecy about Mr. Clark and just yep. thinking to one of my best friends who we've been following Kim Clement's prophecy, wonder what that means. I don't know. I'm just going to put that aside. Little did I know that this guy who is the most OCD gatherer (laughs) organizer makes like Obama look like the world's crappiest community organizer. This guy would set a flame. And I I remember seeing the documentary that they did about the reawaken event, seeing you, seeing other uh, ministers, you know, we we see Ark of Grace and then we see, uh, you know, you know, his glory ministries. We see uh, Jim Brewer, the comedian. We, you know, we see all this stuff and- I'm just thinking, god, what are you doing here? And let's just talk it on a on a micro scale, not like you've gone city to city. Clay said cuz he I prayed, god, you have to god give me a way to where I can twist Clay's arm to get him to come to Spokane, Washington. And him and I did a podcaster's event in Tulsa where we actually met you. We met Avery, we met Colton, all the you know, this was years back. And I looked at him and I asked and he looked at us and said you find a venue that can hold the, the number that I want that has no connection to a COVID, any type of anything. No, I can't have any type right. of possible shutdown. I will come. Got into he opened the door and it was one of the most successful events that Clay has done. We had so many people. We actually had a raceway, a actual race (laughs) track with NASCAR feel. I'm talking the most like quasi American American graffiti feel. Like it was so cool. You guys (laughs) were there. It was it was beautiful. This has been going on all over the country. And what Clay thought is it was just going to be Trump, Trump, Trump. What ended up happening is it became. Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, talk talk to that. And, and let me ask you, was the sleeping giant asleep or was the media never really even acknowledging the
3: giant?
2: Wow. I, I think we probably had a little bit of both.
3: both. Both, for sure.
2: Yeah, I think we had a little bit of both, but it didn't take very long uh, for the sleeping giant to wake up. Uh, I really think that um, it started, you know, I mean, David and I, to us, it became very apparent uh, in 2008 when Obama was talking about fundamentally changing our country. You know, for us, we're like, okay, what does that look like? By 2012, I think people became more aware. Um, And then by 2016, there was very few people that were asleep. So I think that's why Trump, there there was no... There was there was no competition for Trump in 2016, and there was no competition for Trump in 2020. (laughs) And and I think that, you know, the American people by that time were awake. So I don't think that there's been anything since 2000 and probably 13 where very many people were asleep. They were starting to see those changes uh, that were happening. So the sleeping giant was. Uh, awake, I think, by that time. And then the media just kept pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down until Trump actually started talking about fake news and people became more aware of that. Obviously, he didn't coin the term fake news, but but he made it very popular. And I think the American people became very aware of what was going on. And that's why we're seeing all across the country school boards that are that are being turned. You know, it's not being publicized for everyone to know, but school boards are being turned. Uh, We're seeing obviously homeschool has majorly increased over the years. And so these these uh, different spheres of influence, more and more people are waking up. But like I said earlier with our slogan, they are speaking up and they are showing up uh, no matter what's happened. I think January the 6th of 2021, I think they thought they could intimidate people. They could get them to be silent, be quiet by scaring them, by throwing them in jail. But I think it's really a a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moment for our country where we're like, we're not going to bow. You could throw us in the fire. We'll see what happens if the fourth man shows up or not. I'll be in heaven with my savior. So, you know, we're all good, you know, but... Either way, I think we're at that place in our country and people are no longer bowing. They are showing up at school board meetings and they are showing up yeah. at events and saying, my voice will be heard and I will not be silenced. And that's why I think we're seeing so much happen right now in our country, even though maybe the mainstream media is not covering it.
3: There's no atheist in a foxhole when you see the kind of the whole world and the whole country kind of become a foxhole. You know, there's also not a lot of atheist farmers. You know, because like you put a seed in the ground, then you kind of there's only so much you can do. You can work with nature, but then you're kind of depending on what you can't see. So I think I think that's why flyover country is so strong and leaning towards God. Rural people are because they're doers and they kind of are, have to work mm-hmm. with with what is. And uh, we're, we're seeing that trend big time throughout our country where they're, they're kind of like waking up and say, we need something bigger than us because mm-hmm. our problems are bigger than us. And they're, and they're focused on God and say, God, you know, we, we need you I, like, like Moses. I don't want to move forward without you. And I think our, our, our nation is feeling that way now.
2: Yeah, you're
0: absolutely right. And unfortunately, the interview is, I mean, it flies by. It's gone so quickly. We, we run out of time here. Uh, but I, I so appreciate you, uh, both Dave and Stacey. The, the show that you've been listening to is Flyover Conservatives. The website is flyoverconservatives.com. They've got some of the best guests that you could possibly imagine. Uh, Eric Trump, General Flynn, Laura Logan. I mean, there's so many good people that you guys have had on your show. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add on as, as we kind of close the episode?
2: i to say another place to find us is flyover.live. It's a new network we just started, so all of our stuff can find there, be found there. And uh, we would love to have you come join us over there. We are having a great time and learning a lot about what God's doing right now.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for joining us on Church and State. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party.
1: I'm Pastor Gabe. A calm does
0: not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. The doctor that I'm recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl.
1: Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor, bar none.
0: This is the great thing about OfficialSignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then OfficialSignups is not for you. You want to go find one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life.
1: Well, if you're looking for a a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not gonna push vaccines on you, you wanna go to officialSynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialSynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family.
0: With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency the united states is not and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value
1: i might not be a gold or silver guru but i want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day so i would definitely recommend every one of you go to bh pm.com
0: all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more
1: stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh-pm.com Get a consultation now. You definitely want to mention Church and State. It will get you the best prices. It will get you the best consultation advice. Use Church and State when you go to bh-pm.com.
0: MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just... Kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are uh, absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you.
1: Why would you want to go to Bed, Bath and Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You want to go support an American made product, go to mypillow.com and then you're also supporting one of the nation's most i would say jesus-filled and a company that is completely completely built on the gospel of jesus christ so you're getting a two for one there you know you want a good night's sleep for years you, you're, you're you're tossing you're turning just go now go to mypillow.com use promo code church and state
0: c-h-u-r-c-h-a-n-d-s-t-a-t-e that's church and state.
1: You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you, if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, that's been, been processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com.
0: Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues, and uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands.
1: If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want.
0: I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church Steak. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef the blood is still in it you just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go and remember the holy word of god tells us for one person has faith to eat all things while another who is weak eats only vegetables that's romans 14.2 this was sacred to god
3: now we to this is exactly why i need some action for my people
1: Everybody, it's an honor to be with you.